If you're able, stand with me in honor of the word of God as I read 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. The word of God for the people of God. Lord, we thank you this morning for your word, for the strength for our spirit, nourishment for our souls. Let us always continue to be in your presence by the Holy Spirit. Bless everyone here, Father. Protect them and guide them and their families. Good morning. It is a wonderful day, and I used to come in marching in when we had the doors over here on the side and yelling out, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, some of you remember that, so and we didn't need a, a, a horn blast or uh, interruption. Uh, come in and sit down. Everybody got the cue that you get in here and listen to the word. And that's what I experienced over at um, Johnny and Friends Summer Camp. Uh, if you can recall, back in July, Shippen and I uh, were invited to participate in the camp and be the uh, women's and men's leaders in that uh, week that were there. And it, what an honor. Um, as Keely read the scripture. I just want to bring to mind that um, also that in the King James Version, the part of act like men, be strong, it says, quit you like men. So I'll explain that a little bit more here in a minute. A lot of the sermon came from uh, pastor Chad Spriggs, that he was the camp pastor there and had um, sermons, quick sermons for the adults while the kids or those with disabilities were having activities. And man, it really spoke to me of, of what that scripture was. After each phrase, he said, do everything in love. And that's what was important. Also to help me, you know, on First Corinthians, learning there, and I think we did this with the Bible Project um, a couple of years ago. There would be little videos that Tim Mackey, that he put together, and I forgot his partner that started those. But anyway, Tim Mackey, um, he gives that very good summary of, of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, and he breaks it down into five sections through the, the book, which is the first, I think the first four chapters is division, then it follows up with sex, then it follows up with food, and then it follows up with gathering, and the 16th chapter is the final greeting, or the greeting that he lists of who he is thankful for. And that's where today I'm very thankful for all of you. So one thing that what 
it starts out with is be watchful. What we learned at the camp is be on your guard. And again, I, I bring up the, the whole chapter of 1 Corinthians or the whole book of 1 Corinthians because all along, Paul, he visited them for about a year and a half before he left. And that story is in, in uh, Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 18. And when, there's one thing that I really like what Paul said there. In Acts 18, 5 and 6, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garment and said to them, your blood is on your own head. I am innocent from now on. I will go to the Gentiles. And there's many times of, of that we, we think of, of the Jews of, of uh, our God's chosen people, and yet Jesus came to try to be their king, which they rejected. And that again, in the part of being at that camp, I was thinking how many times myself personally rejected Jesus. Rejected because it wasn't the way I wanted to do it. It wasn't my own accord of what I think should be done. And that's where I learned more and more. Being watchful, be alert. He will appear to you. Just as Paul mentions that in in uh, chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, verses 3 through 6, if I may, I'll try to read that for you. I definitely need glasses because I can't see any of this. Paul says, For I deliver to you as the first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance to the scriptures that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. Then I'll jump to verse eight. Last of all, as of one untimely born, he appeared to me. And that's where I learned that he'll appear to you. It may not be physically just the experience like Paul had, or as he uh, came to the 500 that he showed up, and there were witnesses of that, but he will appear to you. Remember, Paul, back in the Corinthians, he was in the word, just like we all are today and every day, I hope. And that's the important of what, what I learned over there was that, that a lot of times we put our situations, our life, right in front of us. We look right in front of us. 
And that's the situation we're dealing with. That's the events that's coming up. That's whatever we do, work, family, all of it. We have this. Then we're reminded we turn to Jesus and God. And we come to the cross. And we do all that in love. But yet, we look at the cross, but I still have all the world and the situation around of what is in front of me. Be alert. The New International Bible says, be on your guard. So be on your guard. Know the word and have it planted in your heart. For then the next thing you know, you're looking at that cross and shutting off the world. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. For he died for us. He was buried and he rose again. And in that part of, of again, the camp was, we were dealing with families that had a person in their family that had a disability and it was all over the place. And their everyday situation, I just prayed for them because it could be taxing. Tina, she's 46 years old or in her 40s. Beautiful woman, fun, yet you recognize her disability and yet she loved Jesus and that's the way I want to be that five six year old mentality of just loving on Jesus going to Papa and hugging him so a question to think of and just you know if you have a notebook feel free to write down I always carry a pen now Presley taught me that <laughs> um, is that what things take the majority of your attention? Think about that. Write it down. What person do you need to reach out to share how Christ has changed your life? That's the part of being a disciple in Christ. And that is what we're called to do. The next section is stand firm in the faith. Jesus will fix your senses. You know, I was in a, a, a training class, a self-defense class, and, and I was the, I guess, the stool pigeon, I guess you could say, or, or the rat or what, but the demonstration person, I guess. And our police chief at the time, he came up, rifles stand up over here, but I knew what he was going to do, so I had to play the part. A lot of the times, whenever you're in self-defense, you don't stand at attention, you know, your legs right next to each other, because he had me do that, and he just came up and just pushed me. I got way off balance. The way you stand is a leg back. 
to hold your stand. Stand firm in the faith. Know, know that you have a stance on the solid foundation of Jesus Christ, which is the word of God. And know that to help you in that situation you're in, in knowing who to go minister to, to be a light in their life in the darkness that they're facing, and just encourage. But yet, if you're standing like this, guess who comes around and pushes you down? That mean old guy, that viper, the one that we have already got victory over. So that is a, a, an important stance to have. So let me read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 and 34 about that. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor as it as right, is right and do not go on sinning. You know, we could be drunk in a lot of things. It's the start of football season. We could be drunk on, oh man, I got to have that drink. The game starts at 11. Hurry up, Reichel, you're already 30 minutes past. But again, that stance, I always think of the stance that you have in Christ and knowing what you can accomplish. To act like men and be strong, the New International Version says, be courageous, be strong. And that's where I was saying in the King James Version, quit you like men, be strong. I, I received that as that, quit trying to do things on my own. Quit trying to say this is the way it should be, that if I'm not courageous for you, find someone else. No, we're all to help each other. We're all to be there. Or like, oh, shipping will go. I'm too busy. No, we both go. And that's the important part of it. So the most encouraging thing you can do is find strength to live victoriously in the face of your fears. What fears are hard for you to face? You don't have to answer that now, but it'll probably come to you sooner or later this evening in the morning devotional. And most important, let all you do be done in love. You know, I always say, I love you. I care for you. But as Paul gave us the definition of love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting on verse 4, Love is kind 
and long-suffering. In, in the newer versions or the ESV, love is kind, love is patient. Boy, how much I lose patience. I don't know about you guys, but I sometimes could be impatient. But then again, in love. There was one day I'm at, at Albertson's checking out at the grocery store, and I get in line, and there's a, a lady that, you know, has a basket full of, of clothes, and I only have one item. And she says, you know, go ahead and go in front of me. And I said, no, you go ahead, I'm here. And she said, but you only got one item. And I said, no, I'm, I'll wait, go right ahead. She was in conversation with her sister or whoever she was with. But the real reason I should explain right off, which I did later, the checkout person was my grandson. <laughs> so I'm waiting to go see him. I see him, you know, rarely. He's a 17-year-old. How many teenagers ever hang out with grandparents, you know? But uh, I always have the joy of, of seeing him in the store, and he's working, and, and he's just such a loving young man that, you know, I take pride. Oh, yeah, that's my grandson. But what was more encouraging, what was more blessing was the gentleman behind me that served in the Korean War. And I thanked him for his service, and, and, and we talked. No, not the Korean War, it was the Vietnam War, because I had two brothers that served in, in Vietnam, and both lived. And he was just, just reminiscing and talking. And right in there, too, we're standing in line talking. I offered a prank for him. And my prayer is, is pretty standard for anybody that I come in contact with. I do it in, in the public welcomes at conventions, at the convention center when I have to fill in for the mayor. But I'll, I'll say my prayer for you, and as I said for this gentleman, may God guide you, may God protect you, and may God bless you. Amen. And he received that, and he felt thankful that he was with another Christian, not even knowing, but he prayed for me. Similar theme, that may God bless you and continue with you in your walk through life. For he's rescued me out of many troubled times. May he do the same for you. And I thanked him. I offered to buy his groceries. He was a single man. He, you know, I offered, he didn't have much items. Oh, well, let me buy your meals and stuff. And, of course, he denied it. I didn't throw in that card. Don't rob me from my blessing, brother. No, you know. <laughs> no, I respected that, you know. I respected him. And, and he, again, you know, he was just thankful, and I thanked him for his service. So here are some thoughts to remember. Discovering true hope in Christ Jesus. Discover that true hope in Christ Jesus. Overcoming doubts and misunderstandings of God's character and truthfulness of his word. 
So I also threw in there the promises of God. I love the promises. And that's life eternal with him. He has a place for each of you. He has you, we sang it, written on his heart, your name. He knew you before this earth existed. To me, that's an important promise. Because I don't even know myself half the time. And I'm still surprising quite a few of you without any facial hair. Says, who is that? But my wife is getting used to it. So we'll see how long I keep it off. But may the love of Christ just dwell in your heart so that you will be alert and stand firm. You know, I was like Superman, you know, he stands firm. But yet I never paid attention. Did he have his foot back? <laughs> He didn't need to. He, you wouldn't budge him. Be courageous. Step up to that person in the store. Hey, can I pray for you? Be courageous. And be strong. Know the word. For the strength comes from the word. And we study it all the time. One thing we're doing in the men's uh, Bible study, the, the hope of Christ uh, Sam Storm's book. It's a 100-day devotional, but we just do it chapters. And one thing that he says in the introduction there is to read, uh, it's on the book of Colossians, and it's to read the book of Colossians in different versions of the Bible. And I think it's ESV, the New International, and there's a third one, which I already forgot. But, of course, I look up the New King James Version. I look up the King James Version. Um, I did erase the public Catholic domain version. I just got rid of that one recently. Um, but again, the message, the living translation Bible, I encourage you for that while you're studying or reading, look up other versions and see as the Spirit leads because that again strengthens us to be disciples for Christ and as we are called for that. And if you want to really, really grow in the Word, visit one another. Call someone, even that you haven't talked to them in a long time, unless they deleted your phone number and won't return your call. That one person, wow, I shouldn't say that. They might call back. So, but that is what I encourage for every one of you. And do everything in love, because we do. And that's, that's one thing that I have to keep saying is, Pippin, be kind to me and be patient because I need your love. 
I did change out the hot water heater. I was really jazzed yesterday about that. I was afraid that I would have been going over to Fred's house to take a shower or something because they didn't have a, a hot water heater. Well, let us join together in communion. I'll ask Bob if you could help me, sir. And I hope that this message penetrated your heart and helped you to understand. So on the night that he was betrayed, he took the bread and broke it. And he gave it to the disciples and said, take this and eat, for this is my body. For in chapter 6, I want to say verse 40 of, of the Gospel of John, Jesus is telling the disciples that he is the bread. The bread of life, he says that earlier on. But that is the bread that he's giving up his body for the remission of our sins. He blessed it, as we should always bless Jesus and receiving of this communion bread as a representation of his sacrifice on the cross. Then he took the cup, the third cup, the cup of salvation, and he thanked God for the provision of that so that he can announce right there, this is my blood, which is a new covenant that he is offering as a sacrifice for our redemption. So when we take the cup, just know you are a new creature in Christ and that you have received the most love from God our Father. So we'll invite you up to partake of communion and hang on to it and sit down because we'll have a prayer before we take it so we may take it in one big family meal. Oh yes, there's two cups. The juice is on the top, and on the bottom cup is the bread wafer. Blood in Christ for you, Jimmy. Blood in Christ for you, Jimmy.
Father God, we're reminded at this time that you gave your only begotten son, Jesus, to reconcile us, us sinners, back to you, that you alone, Lord, are the one true living God. We take this communion, this bread, in remembrance of the sacrifice your son did to save us. Amen. And with this wine, it is a strong signal, Lord, that you send us that we are washed clean of sin to receive the new covenant in Christ that by you, Father, and you alone has provided the rescue we needed for the sins that we committed are removed forever, never to be accounted to us, that you have made us white as snow. Blessed be the name of Jesus for his blood. Amen. deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that he would give his only son to
Sure. 